Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast, where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the Beehive State. Simply put, this is where we live. And this is where you stay connected. Stay connected. Because together, we are Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler and Braden Floyd. Yo. What's up, buddy? Hey, back again. Back again. Back to back. Back to back. So if anyone's listening to these last two podcasts, you probably realize these are back-to-back episodes. So we're excited to be here and get some some new episodes for you guys. Still at Roja. So um, so yeah, we're over still at Roja Brewery. I love this place. It's awesome. And now we're going to jump into our next episode with our new guest, Ken McCauley. Am I saying it right? Yes. Yeah, awesome. Hello. Hello, everybody. So so Ken here uh, is a real estate guru and owns... (laughs) Well, and owns, let's not start there. Owns <laughs> half of Utah. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, he's got. Uh, I always so, say I'm related to half of Utah, not own half of Utah. Yeah. So I tried asking if you had a website and stuff like that. So why don't you go ahead and jump in, Ken, and tell us what it is that your business is and what you're what sure, you're kind of sure. up to. So. Um, uh, we own and operate uh, residential uh, rental properties. Um, and uh, by operate, we are the we're our own management company. We're our own maintenance company. Um, we uh, we do it all twenty four hours a day. So you say those words uh, we or were. So who who's all involved in this with you? Is it you have partners? Well, is it, it family? It is a, it's a family business. Okay. It, uh, uh, basically, the first building was bought by my parents in the early early seventies. Every once in a while, I talk to my dad. He says it was the late sixties, but. I, pretty sure it was the early 70s. Um, and then it just grew from there. Uh, uh, owning real estate was around my family dinner table since I could remember. And always talking about it because that's all ever, uh, everyone did. But my dad was an engineer. Um, nice. But then he retired at like 50 because it was costing him too much money to work. For And then real estate was mm. was better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, oh, go ahead, George. Well, my grandpa was in real estate too, so I, I kind of can relate, and we always talk about it. So, is that how you got your start? It was just in the family, and and you learned from talking at the dinner table, or like, what's what's your story behind it? Yeah, so it's it's, it's actually an interesting story. What what brought us here to Utah? So my uh, uh, my mom went to BYU and. Two sisters went to BYU, so we, we've got a relationship with uh, with Utah. Um, when I was 19, I came to the University of Utah to go to school, and uh, uh, when I got here, about a month later, I was looking around a newspaper, and uh, there was two houses for sale for ten thousand dollars. Holy cow! Let's do this again. Let's do this. Repeat that. This, this wasn't last year. Uh, two houses for sale for ten thousand dollars. This was in 1990. Holy cow. Um, yeah, a little <laughs> while the, ago. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Anyways, uh, keep going. So uh, I called my mom and I said, Mom, does it make sense that they, uh, that you can buy a house for ten grand? Because they're ten grand each. And she goes, no. And so I thought, oh, okay, just typos. She would have a zero. Like, they should be a hundred grand. A couple months later, driving off the freeway on six, and they're not there anymore. Probably should have bought them because there's a nice new warehouse building there. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. could have been good. Uh, driving off the off ramp on uh, six uh, six, and it's I guess it's like fifth or fourth west, and uh, there's these two houses with a big banner on top, says so ten grand each, 
And I called my mom and I said, hey, mom, you can buy a house for 10 grand in Salt Lake. She said, well, don't buy those, but let's start looking at other things to buy. So that's what we did. So, nice. Uh, we started buying just little, you know, fourplexes, fiveplexes, duplexes. Uh, uh, for about 10 years, we just, every time we found a good deal, we started buying it. Man, I was only one year old when you started this. So. <laughs> I, was I, 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 thinking, I wasn't much older. Yeah, yeah I, I think know, you know, nineteen. <laughs> I think, like, man, I wish I would have been there when that was happening. So, you buy, how, like, you buy your first one, and then, and then you like just immediately keep picking up properties, or what was the strategy behind it? Yeah, um, back then, I mean, prices were you know low, relatively low, very low in in Salt Lake back then. Yeah. Um, and the way loans were being structured right you know, in 1990, 91, 92, uh, down payments were low. Um, the, since they were, actually the first one we did buy was a fiveplex, which isn't, doesn't qualify for a conventional loan. It's technically it's commercial. So that was a different story. But then the next few were all fourplexes and under. And so then they qualify for you know, FHA or the, the, yeah. the federally guaranteed loans. And uh, down payments were like three, four percent. So, I mean, so these how, were how much for your down payments? Well, well, I mean, we, like... we we probably in ten years we spent a hundred and twenty of cash, and then that bought like about twenty five units. Yeah, you spent one hundred and twenty k. One hundred twenty k in in cash. ten years in cash. In cash, the rest was all. And mortgages. right now, one hundred twenty k is probably a down payment. <laughs> So yeah, down on one, on, on yeah, one decent size, five hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it, 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 but I mean, it was different times. I mean, that, yeah, that, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, nineteen ninety. I believe when I got here, population was of the whole state was still well under two million. Yeah, and we're barely even over four right now. Like we're still, I don't but know, it's, but it but is, it is over four. I mean, it is over a, four. Yeah, yeah. I, I kept saying, even I think. Three months ago, I said, "Oh, there's about three million people." Yeah, and then I realized, yeah, it is over four. It's yeah. It's a, so it's a, it's oh. getting to be a big state. So it's when you say up. when you came here, where did you come from? Where was the California, where, California, Southern gotcha. California? And you have your your you and your family have properties there. We as do well, have right? properties there as well. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So Santa when you say Barbara? that, no, in uh, uh, Redondo Beach area, okay. Southern California is what's called the South Bay. Okay. Uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, half the people are from California here, so. So <laughs> don't know where it is. I'm interested in the family dynamics. I work with my dad, and sure. I know how I know how it can go. It could be great sometimes, and then probably arguments yeah. sometimes. So, I, uh, how uh, much uh, of your family is involved? You said your mom and dad. Is well, it your so siblings my, or yeah, your? My siblings are not at all. Okay, not at all. Um, it, just by choice. Uh, my parents are old. They are still alive, but uh, they just 100 percent completely done. Yeah. So you're kind of running the show then. Yeah, running the whole thing. Nice. Okay. Yeah, running the is whole thing. Is it you and your is... you and your wife or just you? That's... Yeah, and my wife uh, does the book, so gotcha. I get in trouble a lot. <laughs> that's yeah. I, I know that. My wife's taking uh, QuickBook classes right now cuz yeah. I'm like if we start any more businesses, I'm, I can't be the guy over the books. I'll spend the money. <laughs> you tell me there's money in the account, we're going to buy something. She she so. bans me from buying tools. Nice, nice. I'm interested on your mindset because I think a lot of people are too scared to invest in real estate or it's too risky or whatever. But, I mean, at the age of 19, it's pretty dang young to be looking at yeah, Well, you know, I actually house. owned my first house at 17. So dang. what? what like, that was that was in, uh, in Oregon in 1988, and I only put 3000 down and bought the whole wow. house. And back then the rules were you only had to live in it for two months. 
for yeah. two weeks, actually, and then you could rent it out and still keep your FHA loan. Yeah. So that's what I did. So, nice. what, like, how do you have that mindset at that young of an age? Well, I, you know, I said in the beginning, it's just around the dinner. That's all I knew. Yeah. You know, other than, you know, my dad would disappear. He was an engineer, and so, you know, we were always working on something in the garage on the weekends. So if he was an engineer, how did he get his start in real estate, or how, well, how yeah, is this, this always a... a decent story. So he yeah. went to, he, he was in the military, uh, Korean War, uh, got the GI Bill, went to USC after, after the military to finish up school. Uh, he was living in a sixplex, and uh, the guy that owned it said, hey, do you want to collect the rent, so I'll give you some off your off the rent and uh, he was collecting all six rents and go this is a lot of money it's a good idea and so when he graduated uh, uh, he I think he was looking around for his first place and you know he, he did just so he, he just almost became knew. a property manager like right off the bat well he's a rent collector yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> sometimes, sometimes those are the, the property management and rent collection are two different things sometimes that's awesome yeah, so that is cool. Wow, so he started with with that idea, and then how how does how does it evolve? Well, so yeah, my my dad and mom are interesting. So um, my dad's very conservative, uh-huh. and he he loved the idea of it, but probably wouldn't have done anything without my mom because she's the, uh, your she mom's a risk taker. Very conservative risk taker. Right. If that, yeah. I mean, I know you can't really Calculated say Calculated risk taker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. She, uh, they're both very, very math-oriented engineer. My mom was, actually, my mom was a computer programmer in the 60s. Nice. Didn't even know they had computers back then, yeah. but she was. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> nice. Um, it, it, uh, it, it just, a, it's, it was an interesting uh, thing. My mom always did what my wife does now, just. 24 hours a day, she's doing the books. Yeah. Um, growing up, they, my parents just, all they did was work. We did do family vacation. I mean, we had a, you know, had a very good life, a very yeah. good childhood. Yeah. Um, we did family vacations, but if we weren't doing family vacations, you know, Christmas break and spring break and, you know, all the I can, school. I can imagine your family vacations, you're traveling and they're probably, you're probably looking for deals. It's probably yeah. like, it's just, uh, you even don't even mean to, but you're probably like, look well, at that well, house. That happens now. Yeah. yeah. That happens now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I mean, we go yeah, skiing. We have friends that, uh, that uh, in California with us, and we come up every uh, Super Bowl weekend, and we go skiing together. Uh, we've done that for like five years. And nice. every time we're up there, we go to Deer Valley and all the other places, and, and uh, uh, we're like, oh, we're buying a condo up here. I mean, you know, I've got 10 buildings down Salt Lake, but yeah. I need another building up in Deer Valley. But it's, yeah. it's only that weekend, and then, it, then the, you know, I look at the prices, like, eh. <laughs> yeah. So you came here at 19, went to college here, you said. Yes. Right? What okay? So what what did you fall in love with? Why did you keep? Was it just because the deals were great, or why did you keep investing? And why did you end up buying buildings in Salt Lake City? Uh, well, I, I think it was the um, I, there's been you know my lifetime two two recessions before our last two big ones recently. Yeah, um, that I kind of remember you know eighty seven and ninety one. Um, and those, when, when those happen in California, people leave, and then they, you know, I just, I happen to be, I happen to get here when others were as well. Okay. Um, so when, when I was looking at property, every once in a while I'd look at some of the bigger buildings, the, the, the four- and five-story old, uh, you know, 100-year-old uh, brick apartment buildings we have here. I'd be looking at them, and I was running into New York uh, investors. 
mm. and it would be an investment company and something you want know, a guy representing the company from New York. And uh, you know, I realized I couldn't really compete with them, but uh, but it was uh, everybody was coming from you know sort of the recessed states, which are recessed if you could say that, but recession states, right? Uh, uh, like New York and California, and uh, it, it um, it's just a, a good deal here. Yeah, you know, Salt Lake. Say, like it, seeing, it just hadn't exploded yet. Yeah, seeing the New York guys, I, I, in my mind, that would be like, okay, what do they see that I'm not seeing? That's what I would have thought. And I would be like, what are they buying? What's happening here? Well, it, it's 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 a weird thing. So you know, I I live in California and I'm here all the time here, you know, uh, weekly almost. Um, the prices in California now. You come here and you go, oh, that's a good deal. And, and it, you know, it's still very high price. I mean, you know, the prices here are higher than, well, they're higher than they've ever been. Yeah. We, uh, last May, we bought a sevenplex up by the university. Um, and it's uh, borderline the most we've paid for anything. And it's just a sevenplex. Hmm. So, it, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Ken. Go ahead. I was going to say, so with that deal, this is, this is a good question, I think. That scares the crap out of me because I'm seeing these giant prices. And you saw them, and you still purchased it. So when you're looking at that, like, what's some advice that you can give for people that are looking to get into this? I mean, if you're willing to give that advice. Like, what, what, it, it, how did you look at that and still go, this is a good deal. We're going to buy it, even though prices is the highest it's ever been. So it, it, it's, buying real estate is a, uh, uh, unless you, you know, buy fixer offers and flip them. But it's, it's a long-term, long-term investment. Yeah. It's a long-term game. Now, right now, people are pretty okay with a 3 4 5% return on their money. Years ago, you wouldn't have been happy unless it was 10% return on your money. But right now, everybody's happy with 3 4 5 That's where the, the number, the prices of rental real estate now, we're in that, you know, almost sub-3 to, you know, just under 4% return. People are comfortable with it. In so, the long term, though, you, you know, your equity will build. Uh, uh, the prices eventually, they're always higher. You know, short windows, they could drop, but long-term yeah. windows, 10, 20 years, prices have always been longer, uh, have always been higher. Um, it, it's just if you're willing to hold on for the long, long game, you'll buy it when you're young, use it as retirement. It'll... Uh, It'll make sense. It's yeah. uh, real estate is like uh, uh, the bond market. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, you know you're not going to get the twenty thirty percent returns. However, your house did go up twenty percent last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. So we yeah go ahead. You're good. We we bought a house and basically got a hundred thousand dollars in equity in a year and it's yeah. like this yeah. is insane. It makes no sense. Of course you yeah. you, know, yeah. you either if right you back. borrow it out you did get it if you sell it you did get it. But it's just paper, if you know. Right. Yeah. Right. You're still staring at Zillow. Yeah. Yep. I do every day, by the way. I no, we, we that's what he does. Realtor.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I do it all day too. I we we basically refinanced, or sorry, not refinanced. We refinanced on our first one, but we bought a new home, upgraded, bigger and like bigger yards, better location, and then we just opened a home equity line of credit, opening to buy our next investment yeah. or second home or something like that so yeah i think i think a lot of times people don't realize that you can do that i didn't because i wish i would have just held on to my first house kept as a rental used the equity to buy my second house but i've sold my first two houses and look back and think man I should have just kept them as rentals and use the equity that i had as a down payment for my next house so I agree. um 
yeah, I it's think a, it's a cool strategy to use. It is. Did you ever do that kind of a strategy, Ken? Did you ever have it where you lived in and moved, moved and, and bought and sold? Or is it always from day one, since your family was part of it, that you were never living in the properties you were buying? No. So I've, here in Salt Lake, I've almost lived in, well, me or now my kids. Um, I, my youngest son uh, goes to the University of Utah, so he's living in the sevenplex, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I've lived in almost everything we've bought. Um, you know, when we started at night, I was single, and so I just I, I could move real easy. Um, and everything we own in Salt Lake is downtown Capitol Hill area, or the seven plexes up by the university. Um, so they're all real close together. So when I moved, it was you know it just a couple trips in the back of the car, and you know, and I was I was moved. Um, I did buy three houses that I lived in. That uh, would the first one was a little. A teeny little house. It was a two-bedroom shotgun, two-bedroom, two-bath, 900-square-foot house. Just a little, I don't, I don't know how you stuff all that into a two-bedroom house, but uh, but it did. And uh, sold that to then buy a bigger house because we, my wife and I at the time, having a, a baby, um, so we couldn't live in that little house anymore. Sold that, bought that house, and then I did sell that house to my aunt, um, years ago, and then we bought the last house that we lived in here uh, until we moved back to California, and that was in the year 2000. Nice. So I did live here from 1990 to 2000. Nice, and you, and were, you were buying and living in them, right? Yeah, that's what buy, I feel like buying and living in them, yeah. When Jordan and I talk about it, that's always the mentality is like, okay, we could buy this one, live in it, and then uh, get the equity and buy the second one. Yeah. You know, that's why we're doing that individually with our wives. Like we've talked about now, buying an Airbnb project together and not having to live in that one. But um, anyways, go ahead. So I've got a question because yeah. it seems like you've bought a lot of properties and you have different type of properties that fit a criteria. What, what makes you decide this is an Airbnb and this is long-term? Because I know there's benefits and not benefits to both, but like what's your determining factors on choosing airbnb and uh this would be a long-term rental that's a very good question <laughs> there are, are two airbnb probably too many where, factors <laughs> yeah, the two airbnbs were uh um, accidental or they were purposeful but you know if, if they were if they were thought out ahead of time may not have been done um the two airbnbs we have we we put a lot of money into making them very nice. One of the Airbnbs, so there, there are two Airbnbs we have are in two, a fiveplex and a triplex technically that's right next door to each other. And there's a little two-bedroom Airbnb in one in the fiveplex and in the triplex, which is really an entire four-bedroom, three-bath, 2,600, 2,800 wow. square foot house with a basement apartment. Um, and that's the other Airbnb. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. They're both well over 100 years old. Um, very cool, right by the Capitol. And uh, it, it, to make it as nice as it, as it is and looks from the outside, the inside, it did cost a lot. Yeah. The Airbnb is making more money. The, the 2020 screwed everything up. You know, yeah. we, just, yeah. we just forget 2020 as far as you know, Airbnbs. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cancellations. Right. An awful <laughs> lot of cancellations. Yeah. Uh, right in the beginning. It did pick up again, though. Um, but if, if everything's booked, it does make 
about double what we could probably rent the space for. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it, it awesome. does. It does. There's, uh, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, people, you know, they cancel and, you know, it's no big deal, but it, it gets rented. What we're finding a lot because it's such a large place and it's, uh, it's conducive to the one good thing that's come out of, uh, 2020 people working from home, but it doesn't really matter where you work from home. Yeah, yeah. And so we've got a lot. In fact, there's a, a, a family that's in it right now, uh, and I believe the husband and wife are working, but they've been there the entire month uh, of uh, the last week of uh, February all the way through, I think, almost to the end of uh, March. Wow. And they're working. And uh, so it, it's a, in that sense, it, it's, a, it's a good deal. But it, it I think you... The way we did it, we put too much money into them. Right. Um, it's not that I wouldn't do it again. Like, I do it like put too much money in them to, to kitchens, get them up to, uh, like, Airbnb so that it gets good yeah, reviews. Yeah, too much money in kitchens and bathrooms. And Okay. Yeah, that's, that's how, where I get in trouble with my wife. <laughs> how is it managing that, then? Because you said you manage all your properties. So how well, are you? That's uh, like, I imagine that's a day-to-day. Almost. We do have managers, yeah. Okay, gotcha. There are, uh, so... so you know, a building, depending on the state, but we'll just say any building over 12 units has to have a, a on-site manager that lives in it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, or the on-site rent collector, but or manager, just depending on the depending on the role. Um, here uh, we do the 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 on-site manager uh, does live in one of the units, but uh, you know they're all within you know less than a mile from each other, so it's. Uh, it is a bit more driving, and uh, but you can walk to almost everyone. So I, you said you have an Airbnb in your triplex. So the so like are the, are the other two long term, and then the and you have one as the, an Airbnb. The basement. So it's a triplex that we turned into a duplex, if you will. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a. It, that'd be another podcast to describe this house. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so the the. The manager actually lives in the basement, uh, and it's a large basement apartment of that main house, okay. uh, Airbnb. Okay. So it's a two-story, four-bed, three-bath, um, grand sweeping staircase, really cool home building. Now I want to go 86. stay there. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's Find out Airbnb? Cool. Yeah. yeah, you got you to book quick, though. But yeah. It, it, books, it, it books a lot. It's... Uh, it's a good Airbnb. The, where we are on Capitol Hill, um, these two places are right on State Street, right below the Capitol. Um, surrounded by Airbnbs. Because every, every, every lar- most of the large houses that were built you know, way back when uh, you know, all the forefathers of Salt Lake City are still around, uh, they were just big grand houses that were built. Um, or the facade of a grand house, because if you you still had to if you if you built a house up there, it had to look like a grand house. And yeah. so the real ones, they were big, deep houses, and and the, and the ones that looked like a grand house but couldn't spend all the money, they were real small, two-story grand houses. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Hmm. The the the, yeah, the the history of Capitol Hill and the architecture up there is really interesting. Do you um, incorporate any of that into your Airbnb? Like, I've been to some that have, like, like small themes or little histories of the building or anything like that. I, uh, I, there, I mean, there is a paragraph on the history of the is building, there? but but it's it, it's still most of it, other than the kitchen and uh, some of the bathroom, um, 
most of it still looks like it did in you know 1889 that's awesome yeah nice. it's really it's really cool it's it's a lot of wood um yeah you know the the, the dilemma with that and the dilemma with uh, uh you know the all the the rentals that we have up here is that they're they're not modern mm-hmm. you know they don't uh, uh you know there isn't a, an outlet every three feet right <laughs> yeah it's important now man you need that <laughs> right right yeah. and you know and, and uh the the way the drywall is great for wi-fi uh, stucco and cement is not. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. So I'm interested in, in, like, just take me back to, okay, we're going to turn this into an Airbnb, your first one. It, what kind of learning curve was there from what you had been doing? Is it pretty similar from your experience that it was easy or not, you know, not easy, but well, I similar? Th- I think the the website, I mean, you know, Airbnb or or the you know, sort of the what I knew before Airbnb was VRBO, which yeah. didn't they just change their name now? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I know that. One. I mean, yeah. they, it's not. Yeah, they haven't yeah. changed their name, but it's a different how they say it. Yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was the first thing, but those websites make it you know real easy to to do. Yeah. Um, the key is, of course, you 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 want to you want to be a uh, uh, um, it escapes me now. I don't know, uh, but. Um, uh, what you want? Not starred, but you, you want to. Oh, uh, super host. Yeah, or? you want to be a super oh, host. Yeah, you know, because there are. We've learned that, and in, in which the the, the host is uh, uh, um, the manager there. Uh, she uh, is a super host. Okay. Uh, and you you don't want to lose it because there's people that won't look at non super host property. <laughs> That's interesting. They, That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So and when when I come up and if somebody nobody's uh, nobody's in it, um, I'll stay there. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's, it's cheaper than a hotel if I don't yeah. have to pay. Yeah. Um, but uh, if it's if it's booked, I can't. And uh, the very first time we did it, and I, I said, well, let's just kick them out, <laughs> or, or un, not kick them out, but let's just uh, you know cancel the the, the, the reservation the reservation. It's like can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. and I didn't realize that. You know, I didn't realize why. But you know, over the years, I'm like, okay, yeah, you, you got, you have to be a super host, right? Um, we started our first one, I believe it was the end of 2018. So was that the Capitol Hill one? Or yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're both on Capitol Hill. They're both uh, the right next door to each other. Okay. So was it? Was it? I'm just thinking there was a little bit of nerves of, like, did you have it as a long-term rental before and then decide, let's switch this to an Airbnb? We did, and it was um, – the, the condition of it was like it was in the, uh, you know, the 60s and 70s, yeah. if you will. Um, wasn't renting for that much. Yeah. Um, and and rents – rents have been really going up in Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. In fact, they're, uh, you know – you know any renters that are listening you know your rent now will be a lot lower than it will a year from now hmm. you know it, it is it, the, the wave is coming of, yeah. of rental increases it'll it'll happen of rent uh, uh, rent increases um it it so in in the sense of what it was before 10 times better as an airbnb yeah the money we spent to make it a very nice airbnb that's going to take some time to recover, but, but just the, um, but I mean, the fact that you still have someone paying your mortgage on it, I mean, and then, and then the property is gaining appreciation. Remember we bought it in 92. 
So. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not much of a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. So the, the argument I kind of hear with short-term and long-term rentals is short-term, you have more work, you, you have to clean it when someone comes. Is it a lot more work or does, does your, your host that lives there, they do all that and you're just kind of managing oh, it? Well, yeah, for, for me, it's no work at all. Yeah, it's it's when it and if it's not booked and like I always book it for our uh, um, I can't remember if I mentioned I think we talked about it but the uh, uh, have a, a group Super of friends Bowl we ski come trip? Super Bowl yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl yeah. weekend ski trip and we and I have to but I have to book it the you know I had to when we left this Super Bowl I had to book it again because yeah so you book. personally have to book your own Airbnb yeah, well, to I make block, sure I, I technically block, to block it out block okay. it out <laughs> okay I don't want to go through the reserving because then I got to pay yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that app won't let me just you know say well, well I'm the owner it's like well you're not on the owner. <laughs> there's two sides to it. Right. There's a there's a rent, you know a, 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 the vacationer side and a and an owner side. So yeah. So I, I block the time out. Nice. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so what what's I'm always interested because people like yourself they're more experienced and there seems to be a lot of people you know like the New York investors or investors trying to buy property here is becoming so competitive. What are you trying to do? Are you are you still trying to buy property in Utah? Are you looking out of state? In, in different states, or is it both? Yes, yes. Uh, so we just, like I said, we just bought the sevenplex uh, okay. in May, um, and and the reason that we bought something was we did sell. We had a place in Oregon and a place in uh, uh, Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, two great markets to be in, but we never went. And and gotcha. Uh, Dallas was managed by a property management company. Uh-huh. And not that that's not a good deal. It, it was. I mean, looking through the numbers, it wasn't a bad deal. But it just... You kind of wanted like a vacation home and a Yeah, rental, well, it right? was just the, 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 the problem with, for, for us, the way we've just always owned real estate, I guess. The problem with a management company is they tell you what happened afterwards instead yeah. of talking to you about it before. Right. And that's their job. It's, it's not that that's a, a bad thing. That is their job because, you know... Is a, if you have a property manager, you're supposed to just they're supposed you know, to manage it. You're supposed yeah. to just yeah. collect your you know your your monthly money. Yeah. Um, you know, once when they give it to you because right. they, you know they collect it and they do all the maintenance and they give it to you. Um, and it just and we never getting to Dallas isn't as easy as getting to Salt Lake City from Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and going to this was the other place in Oregon was in Bend, Oregon, which it's not easy getting to. To Bend, Oregon, yeah. both uh, uh, other than Dallas, both great places to ski, Oregon and here. But um, it's real easy to get here. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I just flew it's in. It's just going to get easier. The airport's just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just going to get easier to get <laughs> here. That's so. why you got to fly Delta because they have the first concourse. You don't, yeah. you don't have to do that mile dude, and a half walk. Dude, I missed a freaking flight because of that mile and a half <laughs> oh, walk. I hear I so many people at, complaining about that. I sat down at Roosters. We were going to my, uh, my buddy Corey's. It was his 30th birthday, uh, or not, yeah, 30th birthday party, and we we're going to Vegas. And I sat down at Roosters Brewery right there at the opening. Yep, yep. And it was me, and my buddy Nate, and we started having beers and didn't Happens. even pay attention to our time and Happens. missed it by a yeah. mile, dude. <laughs> we were sprinting, and by the time we got there, front we flew Frontier. We we're doing cheap flights that day, and Frontier was just laughing. They're like, they're like, yeah, you, uh, you're not the first. Like this happens quite often because Frontier's on the other side, and I always fly Delta, always fly Delta. But it was one of those like all of our buddies like, Let's do the cheap one. We're just getting to Vegas. It's easy. Yep. 
Dude, the hundred dollars I saved was not <laughs> worth the nightmare to, that I dealt with. Flight, yeah. So thank you, mind. thank you, Roosters. A little shout out because you got me a little too drunk off your beers in the morning. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that reminds me of I had a connecting flight in JFK Airport, and I I was like, oh yeah, like I've got a bunch of time. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And you have to take shuttles to get to certain terminals. Yeah. And it took me forever, and I barely made my flight. I think that's how it will be soon. I think that's what they're building. I thought, am I traveling to another state? What is... Yeah. Like, the (laughs) shuttle was so long. It was like a 30-minute ride. (laughs) That's awesome. uh, Salt Lake City has always been a a great airport. We've got a guest coming, a a puppy guest coming to say hi. Yeah, that's the Roja dog. I can't remember what the name was. Hi, you want to come on the podcast? (laughs) Can you speak? That's awesome. So... So let's talk the long terms for a minute then. Um, what's the headaches? What's the desire? Like, why? Because why? it sounds like you are definitely sticking with that more than you are jumping into Airbnbs, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I don't think we'll make any more Airbnbs. I think you're done with them. Um, yeah. I mean, you never want to say yes, but, you know, done. But, yeah. Because, you know, things just happen. Why? Uh, why we're done or why I why won't say done. we yeah. are done. Um, it's just, uh, it's expensive. Okay. To, 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 to build it is expensive. Um, now, if it's something, if you buy it and it's ready and, to go, and it's, it's ready to go. And furniture then is the other big thing because, uh, uh, you know, we don't have furnished apartments, um, but Airbnbs got to be furnished. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess there are a few you could, you know, bring your own tent, I guess. Like <laughs> <laughs> there is some weird, bring your sleeping there, bags. There's some weird things. Yeah. There are some weird things. Yeah. Um, my sister actually has a, a big property in Joshua Tree that's, that is the Airbnb at also, but there's three different Airbnbs on the same property because they, they have a separate garage that isn't, that yeah. can be an Airbnb and a trailer. It's way, but anyways, I, I digress. Yeah. Um, uh, so long-term, long-term, if you just say you're, you're, you buy a bigger house and you're not going to sell your house, you're going to keep it, turn it into a rental and you got one rental property and you have one tenant and all they do is complain about what's wrong with the house. Yeah. And you moved out for two reasons. One, you needed a bigger place. And two, yeah, you need some work you didn't want to do. But you rented it. And so then you're like, you know, this landlord thing ain't all it's cracked Still got to fix it. Yeah. It, you know, like, this guy's calling me. The toilet flooded at, you know, two in the morning. And, yeah. you know, I had to get a plumber out there. If it's your only one, yeah, that's, that's just a lot of work. But if you get into it, you know, buy a fourplex to start with, um, understand that somebody's getting calls at two in the morning, Yeah, but work through it, you know, give it, give it 10 years and be the best thing you ever did. Hmm. I agree. I, yeah, that's what we're trying to do right now. So we're, we're actually looking in the Oregon area. Do you still own your property in Oregon? No. Yeah, right. we sold, uh, we sold it we're in, like, Portland area or well, middle of the state? we were looking in, like, Florence along the coast. Okay. Um, we really – we always take a trip. My wife's from um, Santa Rosa, California. Mm-hmm. So we go out to her hometown, go up through the Redwoods, and then just take a trip almost all the way to Washington up the 101. But we, we love that trip every year and really want – a rental Airbnb. Is there any areas that you would? Well, anything. So <laughs> it's funny you say that. <laughs> um, the Oregon coast, depending on where you are in climate change, mm-hmm. the Oregon coast, in theory, will become the new Southern California. Yeah, I yeah I can see it. So if that 
happens, you should sell everything and go buy land there. Yeah. And, and houses and, you know, there are, there's a bunch of Airbnbs there. Yeah. You know, there's a, wait, so are you saying fun. because it's warming up? Depending on the depending area, climate on where change. Because I always think well, Oregon think about, is cold. Yeah, think about here. Yeah, like, it's freaking hot. We were having here. a conversation with my wife. She teaches with someone. She studied uh, not climate change, but like, you know, that yeah, yeah. Gotcha. area. But she's like, yeah, I remember, and I remember this too, you probably do, where winters in Utah, you would not see the grass until no. spring or summer. Never. It was always covered with snow. And now it's like snows, melts, snows, melts. Yep. So I think we're seeing it. Even just here. Yeah. You know what? I This is a crazy uh, theory, and it's probably completely false. But at the, ex- <laughs> but at the exodus amount leaving California, do you think California ever becomes affordable again? Or is it never going to? It gonna just be? becomes Arizona. Like, people are so just hot. fleeing yeah. that state, man. And it's like... State's still just, growing, though. I, mean, I know, I don't, right? I don't know yeah. if there's a net, a net positive influx or a... You know, or if it's a net out, you know, a net positive outflow, I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's close enough that it's it's not shrink- if it's shrinking, yeah. it's not shrinking quick. Yeah, so it probably uh, wouldn't. It probably wouldn't, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, there's so, 40 million yeah, people. I mean, there. The, the 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 super wealthy in California aren't going anywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Because of you know what what is it? Location, location, location. It's, yeah. it's weather and the water. Yeah. You you, you can't beat either one of those. Um, but your theory is you're thinking that Southern Oregon, well, <laughs> maybe the depending new on where spot. you are. I'm not saying I am, right? But if you feel that all the ice caps are going to melt and the sea levels rise, Southern California will be underwater. Huh. If that's your, if that is your train of thought, isn't that yeah. crazy? That is crazy to think that. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. how long would that take? In your opinion, well, if it if it's a two million year cycle, yeah. You know, maybe we're halfway through, or you know, we're at one million nine hundred thousand. Yeah, I have no idea. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, maybe a few more beers. <laughs> yeah, we'll and start. We'll start we can yeah. turn this into yeah. the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, really, <laughs> a few more beers. I'll get in some theories for you. <laughs> uh, it won't just fun. be about climate oh, change. Careful, Sorry. careful. Just spill my beer. Yeah, spilling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tipped it, tipped it over. You're getting excited. Um, <laughs> well, cool. Uh, well, I, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we just we talked about this on the last one, but we put an offer in over this last weekend on a manufactured home, probably five minute walk from the beach in Florence, oh, Oregon. Wow. How we, far up the coast is that? Uh, it's pretty like low, the isn't it? middle of the state. I oh, good. Say. Okay, so you because the, the edge, like right, you know, at the edge of California, Oregon, that might be underwater too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> an hour from Eugene, which is the closest airport. Okay, so we figured yeah. if you can fly into Eugene. Take like an hour drive to get to. Is that northern Newport? Uh, I think it's below Newport. Just south. Just I south think of Newport. Below it. I think it's just below it. Because yeah. I remember looking at it, going, "That's kind of low." Where you were looking, I was thinking you were looking to look well, higher. Well, I've been looking in. Not Brookings. bad. I'm just saying. Like I thought you were going to look. Is yeah. where Brookings is like right by California too, with the redwoods and everything. If I bought anything there, I'd Brookings. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's well, more expensive British. than Florence, but anyways. Now, I mean, it went fifty thousand over asking, or we put an offer in fifty thousand over asking. It went seventy, and I just thought the values in the land, even though it's a manufactured home, you know, it, it would have been awesome. And now I'm like, maybe we should have went to seventy thousand to get it. Speaking of going over asking price, mm-hmm. have you seen the new? This is on Zillow, but the new listing up in 
It's not Heber. It's um, right near Strawberry Reservoir. I have the new listing. Uh-uh. I'm assuming it comes with a little bit of land. Yeah. It's six hundred eighty-five million dollars. What? What? Mm-hmm. It's on Zillow. Saw it this morning on the plane. What is it? The it whole just, it just freaking valley? <laughs> no, it's just it's one little for sale. It's six hundred eighty-five million dollars and change. I don't know if they forgot to put the decimal point in. You know, like six point eight. Million, I can see maybe. the six point. Yeah, <laughs> probably comes with water that, rights. That's probably what it is. That's <laughs> crazy. That blows I mean, my mind. Have to yeah. come with. Half that valley, half the and valley, the and the water rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is there is a six hundred acre. It's six hundred and some odd acres, and it's this huge, gargantuan mansion, and six hundred eighty acres, and it's forty three million. Wow! And it comes with water rights and yeah. you know, a couple ponds. And, yeah, why wouldn't you just buy but, that but, one? Yep, almost three quarters of a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. goodness. Do you ever? Do you, so insane. you're on Zillow all day, every day. Is your business plan ever changing to just buy land and build new buildings, or do you mostly stick with buying older ones? I, I, we've never developed. It's funny. I say, what is your growth plan? That's what I should have asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, for the people that don't know, he's all, uh, Ken here is also in my Goldman Sachs program. The okay. 10 Oh, you, 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 you talk yeah. about your Goldman. I didn't know yeah. if you talked about No, we do. Yeah. Podcast. So that's where we met. But and that's I, how we got here. I, I, so, yeah. Um, um, it, it, we've always thought about, my dad's always wanted to build a place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be cool. It's just, it, we don't know anything about it. Never done it, um, you know. Never, never done speculation, if you will. Um, I've got a partner that I could get you in touch with. He's, he's he does <laughs> what he a does. lot. Yeah. It, it, but it, but it wouldn't. Um, it, my business uh, uh, growth plan is is just, it's more units um, and and newer newer units because one of the dilemmas that we're kind of facing in everything we own now is it, it, it is old yeah. and it doesn't have all the modern amenities. And, and, uh, you know, that's reflective when people come look at a unit. It's like, Oh, this is great. But you know, the other place has a gym and a, you know, a weight room. Right. Dude, that's how it is. I, I feel like when you see the newer ones, it's, it's because you can't have a yard. I feel like these developers are like, give them everything inside the building. Right. Like they need the gym. They <laughs> need a place else. for their dog to go to the bathroom. I, they need I a think people hangout place. Like not having a yard because they're so busy. Dude, they don't if I could never mow my yard again in my life, <laughs> I would take that decision today. I hate my yard, bro. That's why but, you have it. A gardener. Oh, I, yeah. I hate I, any I of that. Yeah, exactly. I need someone to come do it for me because <laughs> I, I hate it. It's one of my pet peeves. But I feel like that's like anytime I think about a new place, I'm like, it needs to have that. Because like me, I, I hate just going to a public gym. So we ended up investing. Yeah. I moved out of my master room, my wife and I. Yeah, your gym upstairs, looks nice. I see your And your we stories. invested in nice equipment to put into the gym because I'm like, I can't take going there anymore. It's too many people. I, do, you have, do you have an axe? Lane. No, it's coming though. That's on the next house. <laughs> yeah, on the next house, I'll awesome. throw it in there. Yeah, I think my I think my wife like, keeps watch, keeps watching your your stories and your wife's stories the, because she wants one now in our yeah. garage. Dude, we spent a little bit of money. I mean, we probably spent you know six seven thousand on nice equipment and got the whole thing ready to go. But I'll never go to Vasa ever again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I just don't like it. And, and you so, have the discipline yeah. to. Go yeah, and to do it. Yeah, I think, and, and yeah. I think it's because we invested in the right equipment. Like I've definitely tried home stuff before, and you have like dinky little shit in your house, and you're like, I'm yeah, not, I don't want to use, that. use this, right? <laughs> yeah, I bought a row yeah. machine, and I was rowing on it, yeah. and the freaking foot strap broke. I'm like, yeah, that's garbage. Right. Yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it out, right? Throw it out. Yeah, you can't so that's even use it to hang it. your clothes on because it's, like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. on the exactly, it's not like exactly. The treadmill. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like if I like right now we own our home, but I feel like if I was renting, that's what I'd be looking for. Like how much of the amenities can I get included into the property? Right. That's a big thing. And the, 
you know, the, the, the grounds Wi-Fi and, the, yep. you know, just in covered parking. And, yeah. Because you know, I mean, everything up on Capitol Hill, there's a few covered parkings, but not many. And, yeah. you know, parking's the commodity up there anyway. Yeah, so. definitely. So definitely. we probably should wrap this up, but since you don't have a website or anything, I mean, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, someone has like, a deal of a lifetime. How are they getting to you? Uh, 949-322-5464. <laughs> Old school. Love it. Nice. I think you're the first one to share their phone number on yeah, the podcast. Everyone else is like, so. here's my Instagram, here's my Facebook, here's my TikTok. We'll find and out who your followers and, are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ken's throwing out the phone number. I like it. <laughs> Well, we, we're working on a website, but it, it uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're real old school. Yeah, Very I like it. School. Yeah, I like it. Me too. Well, we appreciate you carving out some time in your day. Do you live in California still? I, do, I live in California. I'm here a lot. Okay. Um, uh, and, you know, part of that is we, uh, you know, my son does live here, um, but uh, I'm here a lot. With this Goldman Sachs program, I'm here you know, two days a week, basically. But the real reason you're here is because you flew in just for the podcast, right? I did. I, in, <laughs> fact, I, in fact, when the, the time, well, when, when it came up, I was originally flying in at like three o'clock. Uh-huh. And so I had to change it to yeah. the, uh, oh. uh, uh, thanks for getting me up at four in the morning. Sorry. Time. <laughs> well, see, so hey, I, I so was I just joking around, but I'm glad hour. it was for the podcast. So we scheduled it right for noon. I don't know. I'm guessing you, you, you obviously count, found that we moved to 11 because yep. he was like, Hey, I can't do that one. And I was like, Bro, this guy oh. just changed his flight. Like, you have to make this work. And so I was like, we're going to have to push it back an hour. Honestly, I, I apologize. Lucky. I landed at 10. Yeah. That's so. what I remember. I said, I remember, I was like, his flight lands at 10. He's probably got nothing going on. Probably come straight here. And yeah, you rolled into the brewery at 10 I, I did not have time to get my car, though. Oh, yeah. So I had to take a cab. Dang it. And so now I'm stuck here, so I'm going to have to drink until Yeah, class. you just get Well, we can give you a ride, too. That's true. Yeah, we can give you a ride. Well, we appreciate um, it. Uh, it's always fun getting to know people. I, th- I think. Um, it's awesome to kind of pick your brain on Airbnbs and well, real if estate. If you'll have me back, I'll be back because this is fun. Yeah, yeah it's a good time. Yeah, for so. sure. I think yeah. it, we always feel like we could talk for a couple hours. And I know. Sometimes I think we need to switch our format because I feel like 45 minutes to an hour just doesn't well, cut it sometimes. Yeah, yeah like sometimes Joe, it, Joe it, Rogan's is like three like, hours. Yeah, that's too three long. Three to four hours. The extra 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Do like, <laughs> yeah. A, like an eight-hour, ten-hour. Yeah. You just go. You just got to add more of those. You got to get more of those beers in there. You got to have some topics lined up. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of planted a little. Yep. All right. Definitely. Like, let's talk about that picture over there yeah. that nobody can see. Who's the artist? <laughs> exactly. We'll have to explain yeah, it. Yeah, we got to get it live yeah. so we can or talk about like, our surroundings. Yeah. It probably is off cool. So, we, uh, I do have a little home office. Um, not a home office. It's a little office right near our home, uh, but just to get out of the house when we work. Yeah. Um, and one of our local breweries in Southern California, the guy that designs the cans, he also sells some of his art. It's on the walls. And so in my little office, I've got his Dude. artwork. And so that's why I saw that. I'm like, oh. I totally, thought, I totally thought you were about to say your home office was the brewery next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a great home office right, right that's, there. That's, yeah. that's awesome. That's just well, cool. Well, Ken, we yeah, appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate you coming and, out. Uh, yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I'll tell the uh, uh, 1990s uh, uh, Michael Jordan story. Oh, so I, I mean, I, I could probably find a few more minutes if we needed. <laughs> no, no. So no, Jordan, that's second thing time. you don't know about Jordy here is he's a huge jazz fan, yeah, yeah. humongous jazz. So that was a heartbreaking. My grandpa lifetime. used to fly with, not literally with the team, but go to Chicago and back here for all the 97, 98 finals. Wow. Yeah. And Carl Malone signed a poster for him saying, thanks for traveling with us. But yeah, he, uh, 
mailman. He wrapped yeah. me into the curse of the jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Love, hate, right? Okay, guys, yeah. we'll appreciate hey. you listening. Yeah. Check Thank back you. next week. Uh, give us a holler if you want to be on, if you need anything from me or Braden um, or Ken, and we will get you in touch with, with, yeah. Every, yeah, with whoever you need. So thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you.